Hello, my name is Tanya and welcome to Podcast 10. How can weekly family calendaring reduce family friction? Be brave enough to embark on the adventure of a lifetime. Strengthen and create intentional families. It is great to have you with us. I hope that your week was abundant. Was it a garden week, a desert week, or a jungle week for your family? Maybe a splash of each. A half hour of family calendar is definitely a jungle experience when those sneaky jaguars can come out to play. Whatever your family looks like or feels like at any given moment is okay, and each is beautiful in its own way. We are here to strengthen the foundation of whatever type of family you have with what I call the foundational five, balance, structure, faith, personalization, and practice. Last week, we discussed yearly family calendaring and the importance of planning family vacations. Strong families spend enjoyable time together, and they know that if they don't prioritize and schedule time together, it won't happen. Today, we are discussing how prioritizing a family weekly calendaring meeting will help reduce friction in your family. Think about your current family and how often there are scheduling conflicts. How often are there disagreements about uses of time, priorities, and transportation to each person's scheduled activities? Does any one person's schedule dominate the family calendar? Your family is your team. No teams go out into a gym or onto a field without a plan for success. Today, I'm going to share with you how to reduce scheduling conflicts and how to balance each person's individual schedules together as a family. In our family, we used to have weekly, even daily conflicts about who was supposed to go where and whose turn it was to drive and who was going to a specific event and who is not. It looked something like this. Teenage daughter. Where are the keys to the car? Mom, I am using them. Daughter, well, where are you going? I didn't know you were going somewhere, and I plan to go out with my friends to a party. Mom, well, how are you going to get there if I am using the car? Besides, I thought you were coming to Sabrina's school play with us as a family. Tensions are rising, voices are getting louder, and those sneaky jaguars are about to come out to play. Daughter, mom, I planned this party with my friends like a week ago. Mom, I didn't have any idea you already had plans. The teenager stomps away angry. This is a very frustrating scenario, and it happens a lot before we made a family calendar. So as a family, we came up with a solution, and this helped immensely. For about 30 minutes each Sunday afternoon or evening, we would hash out the weekly family schedule. I say hash out because really you put all of those ideas, time, expectations, and different schedules on the table and negotiate them. Negotiate them is a gentler word for what really happens, which could look and feel a lot like a mental rugby match. Dad throws the ball and it has a clear shot to their son, David, but out of nowhere, Shelly intercepts the ball and takes it for a run when mom tackles her right before she gets to the goal line. Great play, mom. <laughs> this planning 
takes quite a lot of mental effort and emotional effort, which, by the way, is great for social and emotional development. This is a great activity to level up on your family skills. (laughs) This family meeting is a community effort. It takes a team and a great deal of patience and involves a lot of sharing, listening, cooperation, and communication. It would also be a great time to utilize the five-step process of communication we discussed in podcast six. Ask inquiring questions. Two, restate. Three, ponder. Four, breathe. Five, communicate. And then repeat. Elizabeth Saunders said in the Harvard Business Review, in my experience as a time management coach for many working parents, I've seen that there isn't one right way to keep track of your family schedule, but there are some basic principles that can guide you in setting up a system that works efficiently and effectively and helps you all to feel like you're on the same team. Each person in the family records their own family calendar when they are old enough to write so that it is not just one person's responsibility to keep track of everything. Each person can choose their mode of recording according to their learning style, like we discussed in podcast two. Is this family member an auditory or a verbal learner, maybe linguistic or visual learner? Being responsible to record personal calendars helps individuals become responsible for themselves and learn how to make and keep commitments. There are several ways to record the information and decisions that are being made in this meeting. My husband likes to use Google calendars. It has different colors for each family member. It's all color coordinated. I like to record mine on a paper calendar so that I have the big picture of the week and everyone's schedule. Who was involved in who is going where. The teenagers who were beginning to create and be responsible for their own calendars use their phones to record the week's events. Some families with young children have a large whiteboard in their kitchen that they can write on each week, and this is a great visual idea. It is especially helpful for people who have ADHD or other time management issues. There are also specialized family calendaring apps you can purchase or download, which could be very helpful. Do whatever works best for your family priorities. Family calendaring helps families to meet individual and collective goals. It also helps families to prioritize time spent together, which is essential for strong and intentional families. In research on family calendaring at the University of Calgary, they stated, It is vital to realize that the process and routines we present are by no means static and have evolved in many cases over the years of trial and error, repetition and iteration. Family routines do not simply happen. Rather, they come about as a result of households trying to organize their daily activities. So be careful not to make the family calendar something that is poured in concrete. This would be just as harmful as not creating one in the first place. Reality still infiltrates and sometimes new and unexpected plays crop up and parents and children need to learn to be flexible and adapt and communicate when adjustments to the calendar are needed. After family calendaring, reward each other for having tamed the Jaguars. 
with a treat or a family board game or play an interactive backyard game of rugby. In summary, family calendaring reduces family friction and stress. It helps everyone be at the top of their game. Even with our children now grown, my husband and I still have these important family calendaring sessions. It helps each member of the family know where other family members are at any given time. Weekly calendaring also helps families keep priorities and make goals for what they want to accomplish together. Family calendaring also helps improve communication and foster self-responsibility. Children learn to make and keep commitments and consistency is the key. Intentional learning is goal-oriented and the active creation of knowledge. So in this podcast, I offer challenges and encouragement to help you create and apply knowledge. Because intentional families take practice, I invite you this week to have a family calendaring session with some type of reward. Be sure to involve everyone in the process so no one carries the stress or burden for everyone else. It is a cooperative community team building experience. <laughs> in future episodes, we will delve deeper into topics like family responsibility, counseling together, emotional intelligence, and family fun. I will release a new podcast every Thursday, so look for it on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcast Connect. I invite you to subscribe to my podcast and share it with your favorite people. Send me your thoughts or questions you want me to address. Tell me what you would like to learn more about. Also, tell me what happened when you applied this principle in your family. Be sure to join us next week to learn about how to have family order and organization versus a pandemic of pandemonium. Remember the five foundational principles, balance and gymnastics, consistency and ice cream, faith and fight songs, personalization and power, practice and horses. Thanks for joining us today. Focus on the foundational five to strengthen and create an intentional family. Beware, it's a jungle out there.